0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield.
1: Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This is Mike Mansfield. You're listening to The Wealth Puzzle. This week, it's a repeater. It's a constant repeater of Tana Pennington. This is the Tana Pennington Show. Tana, thank you for joining the party. Thank you. As everybody knows, you know, we pick up some new listeners, things like that. So we're not trying to bore everybody by always regurgitating the same old boring information. But Tana and I at the Lynn Group are retirement income planners. We focus on cash flow management. We help take all of your hard work, your assets, your investments, all of your resources, your social security, your pension, your rental income, all of those things. We lay them into a pretty cash flow. We show you how to make sure that you have enough income and resources so that you don't succumb to the number one retirement fear, and that's living too long and running out of money and being old brokersville. So anyways, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate all of our listeners. And we're going to get down to business. Tan and I, we got some tight deadlines. It is Monday. What is today? Monday, March 1st. Yes. Happy new month.
2: I can't believe it's already here.
1: It's crazy. You know, what I wanted to start with, though, which I just think is fascinating, is, you know, we have been doing COVID updates, the COVID update, uh, um, be, because it's fascinating. You go back, what, two months ago now, and we were peaking out with daily new cases, over 300,000 daily new cases right. being reported. And the numbers have essentially cratered since then. I mean, we're hovering probably just above 50,000 new cases a day right now. But like what a change, right? I mean, it's just it's just insane. And yeah, you look at news. I'm, I'm actually on the CDC website right now. And so what they track is they track the seven day average. And so the seven day average right now is sixty six thousand cases. Look, still a lot of sick people, still not a good thing, still want to avoid, you know, getting sick and all of that. But still, compared to what it was a couple months ago, right. these numbers are phenomenal. I mean, just in the last week the seven day average is down 14%. It just keeps going down.
2: And I'm hearing a good response. I've got some friends that are required to get the vaccine. And so I'm just kind of curious what their experience is. And they said, you know, there's two shots. The first one, no big deal. Um, Sometimes a little bit of a headache. Second one, your
1: arm falls off.
2: (laughs) Right. No. And you know, a little bit of headache, maybe some fatigue, but nothing, nothing major. And, Little pain Sounds the like going sight. on
1: a a date with me.
2: <laughs> Perfect explanation. But yeah, no, it it seems like everything's going smooth and in the right direction.
1: Yeah. Well, and then the new Johnson and Johnson one just got approved basically over the weekend, which is a one shot vaccine. Obviously, you know, if anybody turns on any news, any news channel, they're you know they're they're basically on the the propaganda march to to get any of the three shots they say they're all basically the same you have efficacy rates that are different the johnson and johnson i think after one shot says you you know you're you have a what is it a um 72 percent you know effective rate on it so you know they're all the same but i think what's fascinating is remember we're constantly talking about this herd immunity thing we're talking about when when can things get back to normal Um, in fact, if I was to play this into a investment conversation, this in part is why interest rates were going up so much last week. If anybody got bored and turned on investment news, the treasuries, the interest rates, the 10 year bond basically hit a high from pre COVID the 10 year bond. I mean, gosh, just six months ago, was it like a half a percent, 0.6%, something like that. And you know, last week it hit a high of like 1.6%. It settled down. It's at 1.4 right now. But why are interest rates going up so much? The Federal Reserve is keeping the Fed funds rate zero. Why? And so a lot of it has to do with um, where analysts, economists, people think that herd immunity exists. So to date, a whole bunch of people have gotten at least one uh, vaccine shot. One vaccine shot gives you a level of immunity. It doesn't give you the full immunity that the two shots supposedly give you. But when you look at mathematically, when you look at how many people have already gotten at least one vaccine shot, you look at how many people have been sick, so they have some kind of antibodies in them. Right. Good point. We're probably already in the neighborhood of about 50% of the U.S. population being somewhat partially or fully immune to this thing. Right. And so you need to be at somewhere between 70 and 80% to have quote-unquote herd immunity. Well, we're getting there. So a lot of the analysts, the things that I read, the things that I follow, the 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 math behind all of this, a lot of people really believe that that herd immunity number can be reached by April.
2: Yeah, no, that's great news. Well, oh
1: well hey, goodness. it's March. Yeah, so that's that's not too shabby. So, no. but the question is, well, then going back to what I was saying a minute ago, why are interest rates going up? Well, you know, what's going on here? And so, the whole reality in the world of finance is the concept of herd immunity hopefully means a normalization right we can open up the economy we can open up the closures people can dine inside again they can go wherever they want that we can lift all these restrictions Restrictions, that was a a grand global experiment that's never happened before but we can get back to school oh no can't do that though that's the only one thing can't do that that's (laughs) that's too scary sorry i have four children why why on earth would we want them in school that's kooky right (laughs) The um, anyways things will normalize right and they're probably going to normalize much quicker than we expect if you know the analysts and economists are correct that some kind of herd immunity is reached in you know the next four to six weeks. I mean that, let's be fair it's March that's creeping up on us very fast. But yeah. with the new Johnson and Johnson vaccine I mean there's probably a scenario where they're vaccinating close to two million people a day here pretty quickly. Wow. So it's going to be isn't it though. Yeah. It's a that's needles. a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of needles.
2: Right?
1: The um so in any case, that's a positive. And so I keep I keep like teasing this. Why are interest rates going up then? And so what happens is is investors are looking forward and they're saying, Well, wait a second. We're strapping a boatload of debt on this country, right? I mean, we we've spent trillions of dollars in the last year unexpectedly. Now, granted, you know, a lot of it was necessary. I totally understand. Um, but we're in the process of trying to pass almost another $2 trillion here in the right. next couple of weeks. And so investors and analysts, they're saying, well, wait a second. Wait a second. If If we're going to be close to herd immunity, if we can normalize the economy again pretty quickly, if we can open these things up, do we really need to be pushing out that kind of dough and raising that much more debt? Right. And so the concern is, is that with a normalization, what they're going to do is they're accidentally going to probably create a bunch of inflation. Interest rates are going to go up. You know, will the Federal Reserve really be able to stick to their guns? Remember, the feds, if you go back through the fed minutes, what have they promised? We're not raising interest rates this year. We're not raising interest rates next year. We got to let the economy heal and normalize and all of that. But I mean, what's fascinating is we're living in you know, kind of unprecedented economic terms. I mean, here, hang on, hang on. Wait, where is it? I got it here somewhere. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. So I talk about this all the time because I think it's really cool. I think it's a great website for everyone to get bored and fall asleep on, (laughs) unless you're me. (laughs) You want to read it. So remember... So the Atlanta Federal Reserve, they have this really cool website. It's called GDP Now. GDP, gross domestic product, right? All the, all the tallying up of goods and services sold in our country. It's what makes our economy go round. It is the magic, the sauce, the, the voodoo, whatever you need to make our economy work. So what they do on this website is they track real-time high-frequency data. They're looking at things like how many people are going through TSA checkpoints. They're looking at hotel occupancy rates and, you know, uh, restaurant reservations, things like that. And when you look at first quarter estimated GDP, remember, they always do these numbers all annualized. So that kind of screws everybody up, but they just sound fancier. So annualized is a way cooler way to look at things. Um, Right now they've got first quarter GDP estimated at 8.8%. So it's actually softened a little bit in the last week, but still. It's at basically nine percent for the first quarter by itself. That is a phenomenal growth rate, people. Remember, we're still coming back. Data is still coming out. Um, I mean, you look at first, or excuse me, fourth quarter earnings from companies. Analysts were way underestimated on fourth quarter earnings. Uh, something like eighty-five percent of companies beat analysts or estimates by an average of seventeen percent. I mean, they wow, it, it was incredible. So. People are spending money, people are doing yes. things, people are being totally irresponsible. Yes. That was a, that was a That's what I stab people. Um <laughs> they wanna spend the money. So it's crazy. I you know it's just it's just fascinating. I mean, Tana, you're probably out, you know, shopping as we no, speak. You I'm know not. you you know, you're you're probably on your phone I'm on Amazon ordering, <laughs> you know, three electric bikes.
2: Well, I have to admit I have shopped more online than ever before and that's only because I just well, yeah. absolutely hate wearing a mask and so it's kind of killed that you know enjoyment of shopping on occasion so
1: you trying yeah. to get our business burnt down you shouldn't say <laughs> stuff like that jeez louise i'm sorry I'm sorry for, I, I'm apologizing for Tana. <laughs> Tana will be wearing three masks from here on out to make up for the lost time of what she didn't wear.
2: No, no, no. But, <laughs> hey, did you see that article that I sent you?
1: Which one? The, the retail sales one? Yeah. Yeah. I see all articles, Tana. That is the the wonderment of me.
2: Well, I thought it was pretty cool, pretty impressive.
1: Well, it's it's bizarre, you know, um, but it kind of plays into all of this. Right. Uh, I was just saying, you know, GDP is not a perfect measure of all things, but it is a reasonable measure of economic production and what's happening. So what the article said, what was fascinating to you about that?
2: So they're expecting that retail sales will grow maybe seven, eight percent. That's fantastic. (laughs) It's,
1: It's huge.
2: Yeah, it's huge.
1: So so the article was for 2021 so you know the US is expecting pretty big retail sales as people normalize. They're saying that the, this year could potentially be the best year in, in over 20 years yeah, when it comes to retail sales. Yeah, but it plays to the theme, right? I mean, Tana, you fielded a lot of phone calls. I fielded a lot of phone calls about people playing, Duh, "It's all over, you know, we should sell. Ah, I should be in cash." Ah, you know, everyone's got a reason. But at the end of the day, You got to cut out emotion, emotion. You got to look at the facts of something. And if the if the data supports it, then the market probably can keep moving forward. And so remember, there's a huge amount of pent up demand. People are sitting on more cash than they've really ever sat on. Year over year, we'll call it the emergency fund of people has grown at the fastest rate it's grown at ever since being recorded. Right. You know, so people have money. So the the demand is there for these sales numbers sure. to actually be accurate. And you know, once again, two thirds of our GDP is people spending money. And so if they think people are going to be out spending money and going bonkers, magonkers,
2: <sighs>
1: you know, it's 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 hard to see how the market doesn't continue to go up. Now, granted, can we have plenty of volatility? Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, even interest rates going up last week caused some volatility in the market. Right. But, but you know, it's money. Once again, I'm a numbers guy. You guys will, anyone that wants to come in and talk to me, you will learn that I am a numbers guy. I like the numbers. I like the facts. I like the data. I do not want to use emotion with these decisions. Every time that I think I'm smarter than numbers, every time I use my emotions to make a, a gut decision, uh, normally I'm wrong. So I've learned that the data is the data and over long periods of time, data always wins. And so, you know, you look at these things that drive the GDP, you look at the earnings estimates, you look at the sales forecasts. all of these things are hugely positive. Um, The other thing that we look at going back to the world of maths is a very effective way to properly value the stock market is using an interest rate discount model. And so what you do is you use interest rates from government bonds compared to um, earnings from the general stock market. You basically are dividing them and doing a couple of things. And that's how you fairly value uh, the stock market. And so, for example, if you use... Now, remember, the 10-year treasury is only at 1.4%. It's come up a lot. Yeah, give it a pat on the head. You did good, 10-year treasury. Very cute. Good boy. Um, But it hasn't mathematically negatively done anything physically yet to the stock market. Now, why would interest rates going up cause the stock market to go down? And so um, it's a trade on trade off effect. Meaning if someone could go buy a bond that paid 5% in interest, then why do they own a dividend paying stock that also pays a 5% dividend? Um, they might say the stock is so much more risky. I'd rather have low risk and get the same income off of my investment. Right. So you can have that natural effect. So when interest rates on bonds are really low, everybody says, well, forget that, Jazz. Who wants to buy a bond? I'd rather just keep my money in the stock market, take more risk, but focus on some higher dividends. So in any case, what does a uh, interest rate discount model do to the S&P 500? You ever heard of that thing, Tana? Yes. S&P 500? It's Every an day. index. All right, fair enough the um so if you use a two percent interest rate, now remember the ten year treasury's at one point four, it's not at two, and it was at point six, and it's very unlikely it's going to two percent without Mr. Federal Reserve or actually Mrs. Federal Reserve now, right, Janet Yellen, um you know, raising interest rates, but if you use a two percent interest rate as a, as a hypothetical discount model against this general stock market it would f- currently fairly value the S&P 500 at about 5100 um that's a big number do, do 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 here let's let's pop it in right now let's see where it's at right now in the moment of this call S&P 500 is at 3897 so is it
2: at 5100 tana
1: no is it above
2: 5100 <laughs>
1: no is it just below Yes. Well, it's a lot of just below, but well, okay. Well, you know, 4,000 to 5100 okay. is only like a 30% increase. But <laughs> um but it's just math, right? Tano gave me an emotional answer and I I used the math <laughs> to so show funny. how she was wrong. The um
2: Oh, I love it.
1: But um but the market's well below that. And that's at a 2%. So th- that model valuation would fail if interest rates went above 2%. They're still well below that. So we try to use even higher than we should. We don't want to use current. We want to, you know, remember, we want to be conservative with our analysis, right? So we use a high interest rate as a way to be more conservative. And even in that respect, the, the market is still very fairly valued. And so if people want to keep spending money, And people want to keep buying stuff and the vaccines keep rolling out and we get to herd immunity and they open the economy and they open up those doors on those cruise ships. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff happens. I don't know. I feel, I feel, oh, no, that's a feeling. Dang it. I almost used a feeling on this show. (laughs) I've already talked about feelings.
2: Well, I'll talk feelings. I hope people get back out and go on their vacations and go gather families for weddings and i think all of that is so important it's it's time
1: yeah i don't know i you know everybody time i see someone in my office they tell me that i have to pay for four weddings so 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 maybe i hope maybe i hope the new normal (laughs) is that there are no such thing as group weddings anymore (laughs) it's a zoom wedding we're having a zoom wedding yep Got to put on four oh, Zoom weddings.
2: Awesome, you wish. And
1: and since I'm cheap, I'll it can only be 45 minutes long because <laughs> I won't I won't it's get free the paid for way. subscription. <laughs> yeah, get the, the, the Zoom wedding. Yes. You
2: are terrible.
1: That's good. We'll They're just, all we'll worth just, it. You know, we'll just we'll just zoom the real you know mission critical stuff. The um, in any case, the um, there's a lot going on here. Obviously. Things can happen, right? If a new variant comes out and President Biden shuts down the economy again or, you know, things can always derail the fund. But the reality is there is a lot of positive stuff going on here. As the economy continues to normalize, people are sitting on the dough. They have the cash. Um, There are some very strong mathematical arguments on why the new stimulus bill is unnecessary. Now, does that mean that targeted stuff is not necessary? Not at all. We should target some money to the the businesses that are completely yes. suffering, the people that right. are going under, the people exactly. that have lost their jobs. But right. to just start doing this blanket throwing money out to everybody thing is is, is is not a good idea anymore. We can't afford the debt. It is problematic. And honestly, most of the people, I mean, geez, all of our clients, Tana, well, not all of them, but a lot of our clients are retired. Their income yeah. did not right. change in the last year, yet they keep getting stimulus checks. Right. It's just like free lotto money. Like, woohoo! I know. You know they don't need crazy. it. You no, know, but they there's can,
2: plenty of people that do. And that, like you they, said.
1: They can pay cash be. for their iPhone 12 now with their stimulus check. Like, like, oh, wow, <laughs> we really saved them. <laughs> you know, I, I just, people need help. I mean, one of my very good friends is in the entertainment industry. You know, his yeah, business he hasn't is... Had- Yeah, it's sitting at like zero. He had 100 employees who was responsible for it, sitting at zero. You know, and it's because they shut down all live events, you know. And so those are the kind of people that need help, need support, especially when, you know, shutdowns were really mandated by the government. This is a a grand experiment. There will be movies. There will be books. There will be research articles all written about this stuff someday of saying, did that make sense? Didn't it make sense? I mean, last week or the week before... We were talking COVID deaths over the age of sixty-five, and it's fascinating how California and New York average higher deaths over sixty-five than Florida, where Florida has no restrictions and California and New York have a lot, you know? So right. do these things work? How do they work? See now I'm now I'm getting getting into some kind of crazy political rant. Focus well, back, no, Tim. Focus I totally, the show back. No,
2: but one more good point on that is that I mean, even women have really gotten hit hard through all of this because they've had to step back and, you know, let go of a job, maybe even a career uh, just to take care of the children that, you know, have been home instead of in school. So yeah, those, no, what
1: a disaster.
2: Yeah. Those women are the ones that need the extra support.
1: Yeah. I got screwed.
2: Yeah. But
1: then again, it's the grand experiment that we live in. So um, the good news is, the data is very reasonable. You know, we, we want to be very conscious, big picture that taking on too much debt, all of those things, what are the impacts of that? Obviously, one of our jobs that Tan and I are doing is we're really watching inflation to see how much inflation does increase. Fortunately, right. recent you know January numbers were a little softer than how they'd been looking perhaps over the last six months. But still, we got to be very aware of this stuff. We want to be very conscious of it. That way, at the Lynn Group, That wasn't some proper grammar, but hey, it was close (laughs) enough. It's kind of like a southern twang. People come to me for (laughs) the numbers, not the grammar. (laughs) I'm not writing essays over here at the Lynn Group. The, um, the, uh, that, that, that screwed me up. But in any case, that's why we do what we do. If you have any questions, opinions, if you do not have a proper retirement income plan or you would like yours reviewed, Give us a call, 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. Tana and I would be happy to meet with you complimentary to start building out, roughing out your stuff. And hot diggity dog, Tana and I, uh, in a joint venture, we'll have to decide whose name will go first. (laughs) We just just finished together another draft of another book. Yeah,
2: I'm excited. Hopefully hopefully
1: pretty quickly. So Tana will finally be authored. You know, and and then um and then you know what we'll, we'll have something else to grammatically check. See, I just said I don't do grammar well, and then I say we write books. You know, that's scary. Actually, fun fact, real quick for all of our listeners. So the last book I wrote, "How Your Financial Planner Failed You," which is, I have to admit, it's still my favorite. Um, the, you know, I had a, I had a, I had an English teacher at a local school. Get it? She brought it back literally the next day like she read it that night now now granted I used a size 30 font and it's only 12 (laughs) pages long so (laughs) that wasn't hard but but what was funny was she came back in and she's like oh I really enjoyed your book and she said I found five grammatical issues with it and I said oh thanks
2: (laughs) you need Uh, to have her look at this next one nothing
1: (laughs) nothing like a little criticism after (laughs) I spend all my time doing that um and i said oh okay fair enough where are they at and she's like well it's your book you find them oh and then she my left.
2: gosh that is so, so awesome i love her yeah
1: yeah it was <laughs> I, I, if it i i haven't found them but to be fair i didn't look the, it doesn't um, really matter so in any case we appreciate all of our listeners please call us visit our website the yes. lind is l-y-n-d um if you have questions thoughts for the shows things that we can do to improve it please let us know And uh, our number one more time, 805-500-7035. Everybody have a great week and a great day and a great weekend and all that good stuff. And we'll talk to you later.
0: Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com.